This is episode 311. Should I leave my marriage with Anne? Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Thank you to everyone for joining me. As a reminder, every Wednesday, I air a numbered episode, like this is 311, where you hear a coaching call between me and someone. And every Saturday, I air something called Coach's Corner, where usually I interview an expert, someone who I really respect and admire, who I think has a lot to share with you. If you want to be coached on the show, encourage you to go and apply. Just go to christinehassler.com slash waitlist. Again, that's christinehassler.com slash waitlist and get in the pool to be coached on the podcast. Usually I open up a slot every week. We send you an email if we're interested in having you on, and it's it's really awesome to be able to share your story on the show and everybody, all 311 people that have been coached, they've made an impact on probably thousands of people because I know that you all resonate so deeply with callers. And there's some that you resonate more than with others because they're more aligned with your story and what's happening in your life. And so when you volunteer to be coached on the show, well, you, you get coached by me, which I always love to do. And you help and serve so many people starting with yourself. So christinehasler.com slash waitlist, please go and apply. And it might be a couple weeks or months until we reach out to you because we usually have a lot of people that apply. So just hang tight. And the people that are shyest about applying are men. And we know we have a lot of male listeners because we pull the audience. So guys, come on, sign up. All right, today's show is about should I leave my relationship or not? Encourage you to listen to the breakdown as that's where I explain why I coached the way that I did and really take into consideration any decision that you're thinking about making right now. You know, whenever you listen to the show, you don't need to apply the exact situation to your life. Oftentimes thinking of how there may be a similar situation in your life is a better way to think about it. So maybe you're not considering leaving a marriage, but you're considering moving or leaving a job or a friendship, or just think about a decision that you're making and how much you may be looking outside yourself. You may be looking to, for lack of a better word, blame another or a situation rather than fully looking how you're showing up in the situation. So as you're listening to this call, consider, are you torn about what to do in a relationship? Do you want to stay? Do you want to go? Maybe it's a career. Are you really struggling about making a decision? Next, do you tend to look to what someone else is doing wrong and all the ways that they're not meeting your needs and maybe don't look quite enough at how you're perpetuating that? Remember, it takes two to tango. Are you aware of what your needs are and are you really good at speaking up at them? And finally, do you feel in your gut that you just want to do something, but you just can't seem to take the action? So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Anne. 
All right, everybody, before we dive in, have you gotten your Organifi products yet? When you go to Organifi.com slash over it, you get 20% off your order. What is Organifi? Well, it's a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with high quality ingredients and less than three grams of sugar. Like one of the things you can try is their immunity packs. If you really want to keep your vitamin C up, stay really healthy, have one of their vitamin C packs, maybe one of their green juices or red juices full of antioxidants and all the greens and yummy deliciousness that keeps you healthy. If you want something a little more sweet, but again, with less than three grams of sugar and no cane sugar or high fructose corn syrup or any of that stuff that I hope none of you are eating, <laughs> then you can try their, their gold, which is this turmeric latte that you can have hot, you can have cold. It's delicious. So make sure to get all your Organifi products at Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash over it for 20% off your entire order. And now on to my coaching session with Anne. Anne, welcome to the show. How can I help? I'm calling today because I've been struggling with trying to decide if I should stay in my marriage or not. Mm. Mm. Big question. Yeah, very big. Mm. How long have you been married? 25 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Kids? Yes, four. Okay. Are they grown and out of the house or still in the house? We have one that is out of the house. And then we have one who just recently graduated college and is back home. I've been hoping to get back out of the house. Hopefully this fall, she hopes to move out. And then I have one that will be going back to college soon. And then we have one who will be a junior in high school. Okay. So all, you know, close to adulthood <laughs> and they're not yes, little. Exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Yeah. So tell me why you're thinking of leaving. Uh, I think our marriage over the years have just, we've just grown apart. My um, husband had a very big job for a very long time and was very busy with that. And then we have the four kids. And so I was very busy with the kids. And instead of putting more focus on the marriage, I think we each put focus on the kids and then he put more focus on the job. Mm -hmm. As a result, we've just really grown apart and didn't take the time to take care of each other. Mm. Okay. And have you two had conversations about your marriage? Yes, we have. What does he say? He would agree that we've grown apart and he would would also agree that a lot of it had to do with his work and his commitments to work and, you know, raising kids. And does he want the marriage to work? How is he feeling about the marriage? He, now he does. Now he wants the marriage to work and I'm uncertain. Is he making any steps toward that? Is he doing anything that's indicating that he, you know, because words are one thing, behavior is another. Is he taking right. any actions or behaving in ways that make you feel like he's trying? I do feel like he is trying, but I feel like I've had to bring a lot of it to his attention. I've kind of had to make him take a step back and realize that if he wanted to be with me, some things would have to change. And so I do believe he's trying, but I, I can't tell for sure where it's coming from. Mm. If it's coming from his heart or if it's coming from me telling him what to do and say. And where do you hold any resentment or anger at him? I just feel like over the years, he put his job before me quite often and put his, not only his job, but his commitments 
to you know his his job and then his he was involved in um, some different boards and with his job came a lot of events and trips and I don't know how else to he was in a lot of uh, different group like groups for his job he just there was just a lot of time and effort went into his work and everything that his work brought along with it well and and providing for his family which is probably what he right. thought he was doing you know right like, exactly exactly and yeah. in all of that where you felt like his priority was and i think his priority was providing for the family not necessarily right. his job and it's important for you to see that so that you don't go into oh he loved his job more than me because i think all okay. the actions he was taking with prioritizing his job were for you and the kids. And that's a very, especially, you know, if you've been married 25 years and you've had four kids, your husband's from a different generation and he's from the generation Mm -hmm. of this is what men do. And so he probably thought he was doing the best thing. So in that time when he was off providing and you felt neglected, and I'm not dismissing your feelings, I hear you Uh 1000%. But in that time when he was providing and you felt neglected, did you go to him vulnerably and say, yes. I miss you? Did you set yes. up dates for yourself with him? Did you do things that were the invitation for him to pay more attention? I tried to reach out to him, not exactly like that, but would try to, I would tell him that I didn't, you know, I wasn't sure if he loved me anymore because I didn't feel connected to him. I was asking if he could, you know, make time for me and make time for us. I was confused on why he could make time for his work and his friends from work and football games and golf and okay, I'm just going to pause you right there. I'm just going to pause yeah. you right there. I'm going to reflect okay. some things back to you. You're going to tell okay. me how it sounds. Okay. Don't you love me? Why don't you love me? Why can't you make time for me and the kids? Why are you prioritizing work? Why is it always work before us? Why, why, why? Yes. Okay. Let me, that's one thing, which to be honest, sounds kind of victim-y versus now listen to this, Bob or whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for how much you're working. I know that you want to provide for our family and I respect that. And I am grateful for that, that I can spend the time with the kids and you've got the providing down. I, I thank you so much. And I really miss you. And I'd really love us to carve out some time to be together. Let's let's have a date night once a week. Let's do something so that we can stay connected. How different does that sound? Yeah, it does. So, and we'll get to whether or not you should leave your marriage or not in a second. I don't like saying the okay. word should, but yeah. that was your question. Right, and right. I'm I'm not at all saying you should stay or go. In fact, that's not for me to say at all. No one can tell you that. What I'm intending to do is, because you never want to make a choice from a victim perspective. And what I'm sensing, Anne, is there's a little bit of you that's angry and resentful and is in a little bit of victim. And when we make choices from that energetic, it's often not the best choice. We really want to make life-changing choices from a super empowered place. And I'm not saying that you're 100% that. I'm just, I'm feeling the energy of it. It's present. It's not hundred percent, but it's present. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 
I'm just showing you kind of your, your role in the dynamic and your role in the marriage. It's like, yes, he was off working a lot, but there's also a way that you, you played into that. Right. And you kind of got comfortable and collected evidence for all the ways he wasn't showing up for the marriage. And now you're mad and you're like, I've had enough. I want to go. And that tends to happen to people that like harbor the resentment and kind of go into victim is like one day you've just had enough and you want to just leave rather than really looking at, okay, what was, what was my role in this? And how can I really look at this marriage as, you know, you guys could totally divorce the marriage you have now and create a new one. Um, but it would, it would require both of you really looking at, okay, how, what dynamics and patterns are we in? What roles have we played and have really, really honest conversations about what you want moving forward. And it sounds like you've made some requests of him, but he might not know exactly how to do that. Right. And just because he doesn't know how, doesn't mean he's not going to do it. But I can imagine that he's probably feeling like he doesn't know quite what to do. Would you agree with that? Yeah. 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 I think he didn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And probably still doesn't. Yeah. Do you still love him? Um, I guess I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I do. Okay. And what do you imagine your life would be like if you left? Um, well, because this has just been such an issue for so long, I, I feel like it might feel lighter because this just feels so heavy and it's on my mind a lot and trying to figure out what would be best for me and what mm-hmm. would be best for him. So you imagine that you'd feel relieved? In some ways, yes. Mm-hmm. And what do you think would be hard about it? I think it would be hard for the kids. What would be hard for you? I mean, I, we, we have talked about, you know, divorce. We have talked about divorce and we were going to possibly do that last year and we did talk about it and we thought we would be able to do it collaboratively and 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 do it you know where we're supporting each other so um and what happened neither one of us could really figure out for sure if that's what we should do Mm -hmm. um and so we've just been in this limbo for the last year Mm -hmm. and what's changing your mind to make you because it sounds to me like you kind of already have your mind made up and you're looking for me to tell you to do it? Um, I guess why I get stuck is um, I, I'm trying to figure out, he's telling me he, he wants to work on it mm-hmm. and he wants to move forward. And for, I guess I just, I, I'm hesitant to do that. or I'm sure if I want to do that because he just hasn't been there for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I've necessarily been there for him exactly in the way that he needed me. And I just don't want to sign up for that again. I just don't want to go down that path again. Mm -hmm. I hear that. Because I was, I was on that path for a long time and I know he was too. And we were both pretty unhappy. And so I'm just hesitant to, to do that. Yep. Yep. I get it. Yep. And it's a lot of fear driving 
this choice, which is why it's hard to get clarity. Right. Right? Because you're having a hard Mm -hmm. time feeling into what does my heart really want? Yeah. Because there's so much fear and there's so much story and there's so much history. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And I can appreciate how hard this is. I really can. It's not an easy decision. What makes decisions like this a little bit easier is having, continuing to have these kind of vulnerable conversations with him and saying, you know, I really get that you want to work on this and I'm scared to. Mm -hmm. And if we are like, this is what it's going to take. It's going to take cleaning up our past. It's going to take me feeling like you're really making an effort. And if you feel like you've said all this in vulnerable ways and he still Mm -hmm. isn't showing up, then I can really understand why you want to go. But I'm Mm -hmm. just, I'm just wondering, Anne, if you've really dropped into a level of vulnerability with him that Mm -hmm. ignites something in him to shift because it often is not always, but often in masculine feminine dynamics, it often is the feminine dropping into such deep vulnerability with no victim, no blame, no anger, no resentment, just open heart, bear your soul truth that ignites the masculine to start to look within, to start to open up. And what I'm just curious about, and only you know this, is if you've really dropped into that vulnerability or if you've you know been so hurt and it doesn't sound like he was an abuser or a cheater or like no, an evil man, no. But it's like little micro hurt, you know, like little hurts over the years have accumulated into some walls around your heart. And so I'm just curious if that level of protection is preventing you from going to a level of vulnerability with him because you don't feel safe, that really could turn the tide here. And that comes back to you in terms of if you're willing to do that, you know, you have full freedom to go. Mm-hmm. You can absolutely make that choice and your kids will be okay. They will be. They will be. It's always better for kids to see a happy parent right. than married oh, yeah. parents. So, mm-hmm. but I want to empower you with really leaving knowing that you did everything you could on your side. That whatever, you know, you drew in this man for a reason. You drew in this mm-hmm. man who, you know, sounds a little emotionally shut down at times, distracts yeah. himself with his work, all those kinds yeah. of things. Like mm-hmm. you drew in this person. So there's something inside of you that's shut down as well. Sure. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Maybe. I've, I feel like I was really trying to reach out to him on in different ways. First more quietly and subtly and then maybe more loud and crying and then another time more angry and just trying to just get his attention and I I never was able to really reach him it didn't feel like he heard me or saw me or realized how I was feeling and it, it didn't seem to affect him and yeah and that's the thing you might have come to him emotionally right but not vulnerably So what vulnerability might look like or sound like is going to him and saying, I feel terrified 
because I'm really feeling like we'd be better off not married. And that scares me because we have a life and a family together. And I feel like I've tried so much. I've tried crying. I've tried being angry. I've tried dragging you to counseling. Mm -hmm. And I just am at my wit's end and I, I don't know what to do anymore. And my heart is hurting and I'm scared of losing this family, but I'm scared of continuing like this. And I just don't know what to do anymore to like encourage or inspire you to open up to me, to look at the stuff that's holding you back, to really have a different kind of intimacy and connection. Now I'm just putting words in your mouth because I don't know the details Mm -hmm. of your relationship, but I just want you to think about times when you think you've been vulnerable, but you've been more emotional and like, have you really let him see you and where are there still guards up and where are there still walls around your heart? And can you really break all that down, take off the mask, really open your heart, bear your soul to this man. Mm-hmm. And if he then doesn't really step up and that doesn't inspire him to unlock some things that, you know, the walls around his heart, then it's, then you can leave knowing that you really bared your soul and you worked through some of your own protective mm-hmm. walls that you have around your heart. Mm-hmm. Cause you've got them too. We all do. Right. right. Is this making sense to you? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if I have come to him, you know, just emotionally. I feel like I have laid it out there, but maybe it was just all emotions. And It was probably all emotions and it was probably, I have a feeling what happens is a lot of it probably sounded to him like accusations Mm -hmm. and he got defensive. Okay. That's why it's really important to use I language, not you language, not to do a lot of blame, but to really speak vulnerably about how you're feeling and your fear and how much you do. Because I do, you know, even if you're not in love with him right now, you've spent 25 years together, Mm -hmm. you have four children together. You definitely love this man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just keep coming back to there's a deeper level and here a vulnerability for you to step into. And that's how you're going to get your clarity. How do I get there? How do I know if I'm... You'll feel it. You'll feel it. Because when we're in vulnerability, we don't feel anger or resentment or blame. We're not not invested in being right. We're just really Mm -hmm. sharing from an I perspective. So I feel like maybe I was maybe there or maybe partly there, but I I just, I felt like I was trying to tell him I, I, I need to... I mean, I did tell him that at some point I need to be first on your list. I just, I want to feel loved and seen by you. I have told him that. Right. But that comment, I want to be first on your list, that's immediately going to put up defensiveness. He's not going to hear what you say after that. Okay. All right. So So vulnerability is less about I want, I want, I want, and more about this is how I feel. This is what I'm scared of. This is what I need. This is how I'd like to connect to you. Mike, instead of I want to be first on your list, like I deeply desire greater intimacy with you. You're such a priority in my life. And I want to feel closeness 
And when I don't feel that, I feel not enough. I feel like something's wrong with me. I feel rejected. So I think you definitely have been vulnerable and been honest. And what I would recommend, and I think it's been intertwined with some resentment victim stuff that kind of comes through and that's what throws him off. So what I would recommend is write something out and maybe type it so you can edit it and really, really drop into vulnerability and really drop into your heart and really drop into like your fears, right? Instead of like listing all the things he's doing wrong, Mm -hmm. your fears, your desires, your insecurities, you know, the places where you feel not enough. Like I, I want you to be more honest than you ever have been. And less accusatory and less victimy. And again, I know you're not that 100% of the time. It just Mm -hmm. pops up. Right, right. And maybe read it to him. I don't think you should give a letter to him. I think it needs to be verbal. But if it will make you more comfortable reading it, and you can just say, I have some things that I'd really love to share with you. And my only request is that you just listen and and let me complete the whole thing before you say anything. Mm Mm-hmm. I think this is a a good exercise for you, Anne. I think that you've had to shut down to survive, probably not just in this marriage, but as a child. You've had to just kind of go about your day and Mm -hmm. kind of become a little insular as a coping strategy. And now you're kind of like, now that my kids are grown enough, I just, I just want out, you know? And I just want to be, I just want to be loved by him. I just yeah. want to really be loved by him. Yeah. Like I want him to want to be with me and I hear that. be close with me. And I just don't get the feeling that's what he wants. And that you can say that, like, I just long mm-hmm. to feel loved by you. Don't say that I don't get the feeling that's not what, that's what you want. Just, okay. Okay. this is okay. what I long for. Yeah. Okay. And just see. And if it's still a dead end, and if there's still, you know, there's not a opening from him, then you have a little more clarity. But I Mm -hmm. think you've got one last, a deeper level to get to inside of yourself um, so that you're leaving from a clear place and not a reactionary place. Yeah. And do the best you can to, to understand him as well and his model of the world. He probably thought he was doing the right thing all these years and didn't, and, you know, work probably came easy to him. Emotional intimacy probably didn't. So he just stayed in his comfort zone. Doesn't mean you're not a priority. He definitely loves you more than work, but he just didn't feel, he didn't feel he was as good at that. So he just stuck to what he was good at. Okay. Well, his, his work was pretty challenging and not very fulfilling, but I think, yeah, I maybe just felt the obligation. Well, believe he me. He said he felt loyal to his work mm-hmm. and he felt he needed to show up for those people and prove himself. And Yeah. Logic and working hard and challenge is easier mm-hmm. to this man than emotional intimacy. Otherwise, you and I wouldn't be talking. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. So give this a go. And see how it goes. 
And, you know, you have freedom to choose whatever feels most self-honoring to you. You definitely don't have to stay. Okay. I hope this helps. All right. All right. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Anne, so much for your question and for being coachable. You know, I have a feeling I may not have given Anne the answer she was looking for or even the coaching she was looking for, but I really just went with my gut on this one. You know, some people call in and they're thinking about ending a relationship and it really feels like, yeah, that's where you are. That feels like the most aligned thing. And it's less about me getting some massive intuitive hit, more about tuning in with their energy and where they are. And and some people I can tell, like they've done everything that they can and it's time to go. And with Anne, I, I, I am not saying she hasn't done a lot of work and she's really tried. And you heard in the show, this has been years of trying, but there was something in me that was like, hmm, I, I'm wondering if because of everything that's happened, She's a little too much in the perspective of victim, and it feels like the only answer is leaving. And this is what I really wanted to talk about in the breakdown. When we're too much in hopeless, helpless, when we're too much in victim, and let me just say, Anne, lovely woman, did not show up like super victim-y at, at all. There's just an energetic and I think a perspective that she's lived in for 25 years where she really did feel less than left out, harbored a lot of probably resentment, anger, frustration, needs not being met, all that kind of stuff. And we didn't even dig into her childhood. And I bet if we did, I would have found even more breadcrumbs that kind of put all this together. So all that said, there there has been a bit of a hopeless, helpless victim perspective. And when we spend too much time engaged in that, the only answer seems to be to leave. The only answer seems to be to get out of the situation because we just don't feel empowered. And so my coaching to her was really to empower her to go, okay, like if I really look at my side of the street, if I really look at how I played into this entire dynamic, does that change anything? And when thinking about leaving something as significant as a 25-year marriage, speaking for myself, I would want to know I did everything possible. I would want to know that I wasn't leaving in a reactive place and I was really, or a victim place, that I was really coming from an empowered place of like, I own my stuff. I see what's on my side of the street. I've cleaned it up and I'm super clear. I'm done. Because here's the thing, if Anne was super clear, she was done, her question would have been, I've decided to leave my marriage. I'd like some tips on how I can do it in the most empowering way. That wasn't the question. The question was, I'm thinking of leaving my marriage. And I, I, you know, you heard the question. So that's where it's like, okay, let's move you into empowerment. And part of the ways that we get empowered is again, we look at our side of things and then we communicate vulnerably because we aren't empowered when we're communicating with blame, when we're com communicating like full of neediness, when we're communicating more emotionally, which tends to be more reactively. So if I have something really vulnerable to communicate to someone, I will do my emotional release work first. I will cry. I will journal. I will hit a pillow and scream. I will do whatever I need to do. I will go into victim. I will go into blaming somebody. I will go into, I will ride all the waves of those emotions 
so that when I come, I can really be clean and vulnerable and I can really just speak from my heart about whatever it is that I need to communicate. Vulnerability is different than victim-y, emotional reactivity. It has a totally different frequency. And people can hear us when we're vulnerable. They can't hear us when we're more emotional or more more blaming, we're more you, you, you. Because what does that do? It's going to put somebody's defenses up. And you can't really hear the truth and intimacy of what someone's saying when you're defensive. You just, you just can't. It's like trying to read a book when you've got the TV and the radio and everything on. Sure, you can do it, but you're not going to assimilate it in the same way. So the really big takeaway for all of you from this episode is if there's something you're looking at that you think is wrong and you just need to get out, I really want to call you forward and go, where am I making this decision from? Am I empowered? Have I been vulnerable? Have I cleaned up my side of the street? Or am I mad? Am I blaming? Am I sick of being a doormat? Do I feel like a victim? And I feel the only solution is to leave. Big distinction. Big distinction. And I don't know, maybe this relationship is over. Maybe her husband is totally closed down. He's not going to open up. He's not going to give her what she needs. Okay, great. But she can come to that clarity knowing, hey, I did everything I could. And that's the integrity we want to make any kind of change with. That's the show for today, everybody. Thank you, as always, so much for listening. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over at Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.